salita in camera di un nostro cliente. Prima di lei ci sono state tre vittime. Tutte prostitute. Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host Kevin. With me as always is Aaron. What up, peeps? This week we'll be discussing the new horror classic question mark. Occhiari neri. In the original Italian, also known as Dark Glasses, the latest film by (laughs) the latest film by Italian master of the macabre, Dario Argento. Dario, each week couldn't have a better name though. It just rolled. Dario Argento. It is. Oh, maybe that's what I'll name the cat. William has already shut down the name Crumpet and Fester Trim. Each week on the podcast that wouldn't die, we discuss guilty pleasures and forgotten classics of the horror and sci-fi genre with a comedic twist. The comedy's now, already started. Audience, what the hell are you talking? The comedy is already yeah, started. If you say so. Now, tell the audience what you're talking about, about your cat. I found a cat under my son's car, and I'm trying to na- give it names. First, we weren't even sure what the sex is, but uh, I tried Crumpet after David Sedaris' The Santa Land Diaries. My son gave that the middle finger. Then I had a list of names I've been compiling, including the name Fester Trim, which is a real person's name because I was watching the scrolling credits at an old movie. I was like, Fester Trim with two M's for Trim. I had to write that down. Then I have Tiddlywinks and Twizzler on my list of cat names, all of which my son has rejected. And now I'm throwing out Dario Argento, and it is, in fact, a female cat. I was going to say, with all those other names, the gender seemed to be irrelevant. (laughs) For Crumpet and Fester and, yeah, good times. Fester Trim, I believe, is actually a man, but uh, I don't know if that counts in cat world. You know, Mungo, Jerry, and Rump. Bull teaser. I don't think it matters. They're kind of gender fluid, these cats. You know, there was a a uh, rock band of the 70s called Mungo Jerry. Yes. Did you know that? When the weather's something, you can do something. In the summertime. <laughs> when the weather's something. In the summertime. Yes. When the weather does something. Then there's a series of things yes. you can also do when... Such weather Please, is... sing along at home, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Sweet Jesus. Before we, I just, before we continue, just I, have, we also have to... I gotta continue Go my rally. So I just signed up Please. with Match. And one of the prompts is, if you won $800 in karaoke, what would you do? My first thing, I thought, you win money on karaoke? I thought this is just a, a thing you did to entertain yourselves and or others. Well, you're not winning money on karaoke. <laughs> In the summertime when something happens. <laughs> exactly. In the summertime where something happens. You know, don't you? We also have to talk about how our family ha- has dumped untold thousands of dollars trying to win the Mega Million. That's right. You refused to and- respond this time. 
No, I kept giving you guys the thumbs down on the te- on the family text that, thread. That's pussy. Basically, you got to say yes or no, not like thumbs down. That means I'm sad, but that doesn't mean uh, my wallet is locked. Well, that's what you get when I'm driving. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to ride a missive <laughs> as I'm barreling down the 405. Now, that being said, our our relatively progressive family has come to the conclusion that only what is it? You can only get uh, the winners of the the scratchers or whatever the Mega Millions only seem to happen in crappy neighborhoods. It's true. If you so if try- you've ever lived in LA, they go to these most ghetto bodegas, and there'll be a line for a mile because it's the most successful, you know, lottery reseller. So their their scheme now. Is first, what was it? Tara went to the the, the mean streets of Laguna Niguel. Yeah. Is that is that strike the one? The rough part of town. And That's then, where the houses are only a million. Only a million. <laughs> then what was it? Brandon hit Anaheim. Yeah, she decided to get a little, again a little bit, to no avail. She, she decided to get a little more ethnic and actually go to Anaheim and hit a a, a seedy liquor store there. So now we decide we got to double CD down on store. seediness. So they're saying, K-Dog, you work in Long Beach. Why don't you go to the seediest... Ask Snoop. Seediest 7-Eleven. Snoop knows the LBC. I used to live in the LBC. Roll up on Snoop and say, Doggy Dog, where is it that I get my lotteria? So, okay. Let me go to an African-American gentleman (laughs) and ask him, where is the shittiest... 7-Eleven, so now you've liquor made store, it totally, whatever totally in the neighborhood. Racist. I'm not saying just roll up to a black man I, and ask I am suggesting you guys are I racist. I said Snoop is from the LBC. He'll know. I'm not calling all yeah, black I'm men accusing in you Long guys Beach. Of racism. Uh, 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 oh, my God. I'm going to say a prayer for I'm you. I'm accusing you of racism. You're making me religious because Needless I'm going to have to pray for your black and dead soul. Uh, needless to say, dear listeners, I declined this. I'm out. I'm out. So there you go. If we if they win the billion without me, so be it. If we win the million so there you without have it. you, we're going to roll up to your house, bare our butts, and slap it like a baboon in your general direction. <laughs> Is that what baboons do? <laughs> and then we'll Interesting. Let me write this down. Directly at you. Yes, the the famous Doherty anthropologist. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Or primatologist, I guess would be better. Anywho, give wrong. us your 30-second synopsis. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Give us your 30-second synopsis of dark glasses, please. Someone's killing prostitutes uh, in Italy. And they investigate it. Apparently, it all turns out to... If you have a John that smells like shit, you just got to make up a good reason to get him to f*** off. The end. He's he's dead, <laughs> and his dog ate him. <laughs> but it, once okay. again, the, a it's of... another story about men and their fragile e- egos. You look at them sideways, and then they start killing you and everyone who looks like you or also shares your dro- job. So literally, I'm going to spread this out. Like if I was a teacher 
And I went on a date with someone and I said, dude, you need to take a shower next time. And he's going to call me a bad name and leave. He will then start killing teachers who are about six foot three with grayish brown hair. Until he is stopped. Okay. In the future, now that you're on match, my advice would be don't tell the the dude you're out on a date with that you've never met before, bro, you stink. I'm out. Okay? Just keep that to yourself and ghost him. That's my advice. Ghost him. Don't need to mention it. Get out of here and you're a broken Italian. You stink like a dog. That's right. Don't do that. Exactly. Uh, because men but, will then just kill you and everyone like you. And why is that, Kevin? Well, I'd like Speaking to think. I like to think you're generalizing. I would. Li- <laughs> I would like to not think not all that men too. But as we have learned through the news and and movies, apparently that's just nothing men do. <laughs> Through the yes, through the movies and news. Two things exactly. that will get Good men time. to become serial killers: one, pointing and laughing at his package, and two, smelling, telling them they smell, and to bathe next time. Okay, the first one is true. <laughs> by the way, that's not that's yes. Bullseye on that one. Anywho, so I should avoid both things. Jesus. Is that what you're saying, or should I take yes. that off my profile? A f- funny things I like to do. <laughs> Def- yes, I would say it's my quirky sense yes of humor. Yes to number one and yes to number two. Sweet Jesus. Um, now I had never heard of this movie, Aaron. You're the one who brought this to our table. So where did you hear of this? I am not sure if I was just Googling Dario Argento about something or I was looking for Giallo. I think maybe it was when Malignant came out, which is Neo Giallo. And I think it popped up on the list. I think it was an article in Variety. Malignant is... Malignant isn't really Neo Giallo. It, I mean, I have it's to not talk, we have really to talk about this. A detect- okay, Giallo is a type of like writing and movies. It's it's mystery. It's a mystery. Usually a, a, a it graphically is- violent murder mystery. Right. I was thinking about this. Like what might now part of Giallo is kind of, and maybe this is just a Dario Argento thing, where it's a kind of the vibrant colors are part of the presentation as well. So truth be um, told, the only Giallo movies we have seen is in fact Dario Argento. That is correct. Wait, so wait. Uh, clearly we are experts in this field. Right. Uh, but based upon that, my understanding, and our listeners may or may not be able to correct me on this, so there you have it, is it's kind of like almost... Um, a Sil- Silence of the Lambs is something that leaped to mind as being kind of an American style giallo. Now it's not exactly Women the same. Women as victims, thing. violence, solving a mystery. Yes. Yeah, it's in my mind for Silence of the Lambs to be a true giallo, it would be like Clarice is investigating the crime while Buffalo Bill is trying to track her down to kill her. Right. That would be kind of like, so there's more, there needs to be more tension throughout the entire movie in my mind. Well, I right? think Rather than plan just plan was to have the tension. Climax. In this movie, they were just not necessarily so successful. Well, that's a, that's a whole nother kettle of fish. But yes, it is essentially a crime story. 
We're there, and it's uh, serial killers on the loose. We're trying to solve the mystery of who the killer is before the killer gets gets us, essentially. Because I, fo- I follow this me wrong, chick, maybe. and I mean, is it like noir? Or do you have well, I mean, to have... This is definitely... I mean, do you have to have the graphic violence go hand in hand? I follow this girl on Instagram, Jallo Girl. She always has these snippets uh-huh. of all these old Jallo movies. It, it always seems... Right. I mean, in the war, it's always a woman in peril. Right. Well, Who's going to turn noir on Noir is definitely... Well, in noir, we're, getting, we're getting deep on this. Yeah, I mean, noir, the women... Are, could be as dangerous as a man. Sometimes they play innocent, but they got this whole other backstory. Right, the femme fatale. In these movies the that yeah. we've seen, most of the time, um, they're vic- just victims. They don't necessarily have this other backstory. But it's a detective right. story. Well, it, it is. We call it a, a detective story, a crime story. But generally, based upon my limited experience, the main characters are not necessarily police. Right. Oftentimes, they're detectives. like reporters or things. You know what I mean? It, it, so it's, it's it's kind of a it's a different genre than the noir that you might see, where it is straight like Humph- Humphrey Bogart or somebody. All right. You know, are trying you to solve the, the mystery. Something we might have done before, but I just Googled. (laughs) I like to talk my way through it. No, it's it's specific to Italian cinema. It's a genre of mystery fiction and thrillers that often contain slasher, crime fiction, psychological thriller, psychological horror, sexploitation, and less frequently, supernatural horror elements. Right. I agree. Cosine. Cosine and <laughs> cosine. And eroticism. Let's, let's jump right in. And, and definitely an eroticism. Now, I have seen, this would be, what, my third giallo? Your third Argento seen? film? You saw The Two Suspirias. No, no, okay. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think Suspiria is a giallo, by the way. I think that's different. That's more of like a supernatural horror well, type of situation. All supernatural, according to this, the supernatural elements. That's a possibility. Maybe I'm wrong. But in my mind, we're, we're really beating this drum. In my mind, it is Deep Red is Giallo. Yes. I saw Dario Argento's Tenebrae, which you have not seen, which is also that same kind of thing. Um, and then this one, Dark Glasses. So clearly I'm an expert. Is what I'm trying to say. According to um, the, the, the interweb, Suspiria yes. is Jalo Horror. Okay, fair enough. Grandois, glossy, and gory. That'll do it. So we don't, we're just talking out of what? Let's, But anyway, basically, we, don't we, know we what watch a lot of agenda. What was your other uh, Jalo uh, masterpiece that you saw? Tenebrae. We watched, oh. they showed it on. Um, on Joe Bob. I have not Joe Bob. seen that had John Tenebrae. Saxon. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's on my list. Um, and there's a cat one too. So I have seen, I've seen the three mothers in the Argento world. That's more than me. So I've okay. seen Profonda Rosa. I saw Suspiria. Yep. And then 
I can't remember what the third one is, but I did see it and I saw it on like a bootleg copy on uh, YouTube because it was not available anywhere. It's And we were kind of talking about how the fact we were not all that familiar uh, about uh, Dario Argento right. in our youth. It was literally when you became older yeah. and then you kind of became, you know, more interested in kind of the history of like the horror genre. So, uh, you know, you might say, then you started hearing that name Dario Argento over and over again, like Suspiria. So then we went back and, and we're checking these things out. Anyway, let's get our uh, ship back on the track. Ships don't go on track. Okay. So the uh, three mothers, according to this, are, um, shit. Hang on, hang on. Stretch, stretch. Suspiria, Inferno, and Mother of Tears. Okay. So I've seen one. Never mind. Wah, 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 wah. wah. But I did see the two Suspirias. I saw Inferno and I saw uh, Profondo Rosa. And you have I've seen, seen Inferno. Yeah. No, okay. I, I think I saw Inferno. That's the one I saw that was a copy of a copy shot from uh, an old VHS copy on someone's TV. And the way it was intended YouTube, to be seen. The way God intended. Very good. The way God intended. So get let's I didn't take notes on this. I just wanted to lay back and let it wash over me. Then wash it. Did dead. you take any notes? I took some notes. Not much of anything. Okay. Why don't you start? I just wrote down all the, the swear words. Fafankula, stranzo, asshole. That's all you wrote yourself yeah in italian yeah i knew that one um, i knew that one <laughs> well and that's the thing guys to watch this movie we watched it i watched it on shutter did you watch it on shutter as well no what did i watch? yeah yeah actually i take that back i had to subscribe for one month of shutter and so you should watch joe bob while you're here anyway i, I should the only way people staring at the sun with their glasses which uh, which i don't understand is that why she's blind or is it because of the no. car accident yeah right <laughs> the thing about this movie and what you need to prepare yourself ladies and gentlemen is it's all in italian with english subtitles so and i was i mentioned this to aaron i'm used to that good 70s italian uh you know crossover films where it's lousy dubbing like i miss the lousy dubbing and why we can't we have that miss, there's not an, an english british speaking star this is a, a, a right. italian cast shocking and an italian it is. for sure we've only ever seen uh these films dubbed and kids right. came out of COVID. This is he's still alive and kicking and throwing his daughter in the mix. Didn't they didn't this just come out or am I crazy? I think it was 2018. It's either 2018 well, or 2022. It may have been I may, they might have held 2022. It. Is it 2022? I think it was finished. 2022. But, but well, maybe. Maybe so. I will tell you, this no. is the most mainstream of his films it, it, it seems that way it is so straightforward it, it, yes you're you're absolutely right it, a lot of argento films are stylized and kind of surreal and you're like what the so, f like why is there a giant room right. full of barbed wire and coat hangers 
that you fall into. <laughs> yes. In Suspiria, a woman climbs out the window to escape the killer and falls into a room filled with nothing but barbed wire. As we all have. Don't go um, into the barbed wire so, room. Like, like just eight don't feet do deep it. of razor wire. Yes. There was really and then she proceeded of that to roll in around this. in it. This was like Argento for the kids. Sargento Love. <laughs> Well, okay, so the main character is like a high-priced call girl, right? Essentially, um, but it's like we see the the first murder occurs before she ever meets the smelly guy, right? Right. Which is, Some it, other hooker is just leaving, right? Which Go is ahead. kind of interesting because they kind of make you think that this is the trigger, but. I, is he smell so much that all the Italian whores are telling him to f*** off? <laughs> I mean, that's the question. They, we only connect her attacker to the previous murder because they're both hookers, and who else could it be? And a piano wire. Right? It's, it's the old Geralt is how he's killing her in public. Just and that the, is... Oh, just the old piano wire over the old Neko. And there were 50 people around. I mean, she's still gasping for life when randos keep walking up going, oh my God, what's happening? I mean, they could have tried to give some some first aid. I mean, I'm not a paramedic or anything. Hold those two but... flaps of meat on her neck that are gurgling, maybe trying to save her life. Well, they were putting the, the sheet over her body while she's still like breathing and kicking. It's like, I'm, it's like body <laughs> come on, on, wait a I'm second. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> it was. It was a sad situation. The other thing about this movie, which I found interesting, which is it kind of um, you don't see this as much in American films anymore, is just kind of the random nudity. It's like there she is, boom, she's topless. Oh, I'm getting out of the shower, boom, I'm topless. I think we you know, have just like put out there that this is in fact an Italian film. They're down with that. And I, I wasn't complaining, mind you. It was just an interesting observation. So I will good tell you, had by all, all my times in Italy, I've, I never saw any naked women. I mean, I wasn't I looking. Did. You did? Go to the beach. Just in Rome? Just walking down the street? Go to, yes, just walking down the street in Rome. Ooh, we were at ooh, the Coliseum. Cafe favor, and one for my left bosom, too. <laughs> that is correct. Would you like a little cream with that? Yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh, no, if you go to the beach, go to the beach, it's just randos naked. Do they, randos, do they just nah. get up and get like a spritz, just naked? Part, part, part of me... Do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> okay, not naked. Uh, it wasn't that kind of beach. But you would have topless women get you know getting suntans or whatever, just, just doing their thing. No big like deal. Those sphinx cats, and and it was just an anatomy lesson. Is that what it is? If only, if only they're 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 as furry as a feral cat. Oh my so, god. Italy, they're not as worried about such things. I will tell you, either. the people I met and I mentioned that to them were highly offended. <laughs> uh, this is why you're going to get killed by a John. Because you say these things to people. Americans do say y'all are hairy like a bear, young lady. You smell <laughs> like crap and your wiener is small. Kill her now! Kill her! Um, 
So, okay, so the high-priced high hooker, there's a whole opening scene where she's driving. We don't know who she is, and she pulls over because everybody's stopping to look at the solar eclipse, which, ladies and gentlemen, do not stop and look directly at a solar eclipse. Even do if you have it. sunglasses. All the, the rando locals have that special uh, paper, not paper, but gel right. that you can hold up. Not, not our star. She just puts on her crazy uh, Prada glasses and is staring right at the sun. Does that UBA and UBB? Do you stare directly into the sun? Maybe I'm not sure that's fault. how it works. She After she fried out her retina, that's why she had the car accident. It wasn't that a maniac was chasing her. Well, I mean, but and that's the thing. It's apropos of nothing. This does not cause her to go blind. Although later when she's, she's with a John, she's like, do you mind if I wear my sunglasses while we do this? Cause my eyes, are, my eyes have melted from staring directly at the sun. And He's like, that's cool. Whatever, you, baby. As a child, I did in fact stare at the sun more than one time. Just let it burn away. You know, for, for like 15 minutes, you still just see a white orbs around you. Yeah, That's bad. But That's bad. my eyes were not still hurting five hours later. Maybe she does it, this every day. It's gonna what be a lot of. What does the sun look like today? Seriously, <laughs> Doctor, my eyes have fallen out. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's a sad situation. But again, what what was the purpose of that scene? Just to establish that she owns sunglasses. That she's stupid. <laughs> But she's a damn imbecile. She may, she may be a high-priced call girl who's renting like a, quite a large uh, flat. Right. Uh, she's but, doing well for herself. But she's dim. She's kind of a moronica. I don't know. So what? Ha so later in the film, some dude comes to her house to, you know, rent her services. And she chastises him for being stanky as a goat. She ordered him what? upstairs to go take a shower that she wasn't going to touch his filthy body until he took a shower. And then he took a shower, but then basically says, Bafangulo, and then runs off. Yeah. He He's just pissed off. Shower. Do you get your money so, back for that? Or do you got to pay? I, like, Is there a rebate on up, that? If you don't show up the doctors, you still get charged, right? I guess, right? There's a 24-hour yeah. cancellation thing. I couldn't figure out what's happening because he was gone for like 20 minutes. And then I, I figured it was another day. And then he's coming down the stairs. And he looked freakishly a little bit like our current governor. Do you think? <laughs> it, it was did Gavin you notice Newsom? that? It was Gavin Newsom. I did not notice that. There were a couple of times where he turned because he was like thin. He has that sharp nose like Gavin. Gavin's hair. I'm pretty sure he's the governor of California. It was doing How a they been seen together? Could be. It was well, COVID. I told you. He was phoning it in. He could be governor from Italy. Well, I told you that Jen Seibel Newsom, his wife, was in horror movies. She was in at least she was in the his remake of April wife Fool's Day. Or the his crazy wife. one that was married to a Trump. No. I think she's still married to a Trump. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. And by the way, I want to I want to cut in real quick. You just dropped your first f bomb. Not my and first. I have to chastise you. Not my first. First, first of this recording. I literally we 
when we were recording Big Trouble in Little China, I literally had to edit out 40 GD F-bombs <laughs> between you and our guest, Crystal. Dude, it was a cavalcade of F-bombs. It was a cavalcade of mystery and suspense. I don't understand why I couldn't be allowed to say the F-word 85 times in five minutes. <laughs> It's supposed to be a family children, affair. First of all, children are not listening to our podcast. Quite frankly, I think it's a, a, become an all-boomer podcast, if you ask me. Wouldn't shock me. Not all boomer. I'm not a boomer, honey. You're the greatest generation. Don't, <laughs> don't, try to... you, don't you, you guys at me, mister. <laughs> you people. Dude, I, uh, I'm going to be set in the Argento serial killer knocking at your door. Knock, knock, knock it at the door. So Beware okay, of women so she, with black eyeliner. That's all I'm saying. If you see somebody rolling up looking saying. vaguely Italian with black eyeliner, you'll know. I will know. No question. <laughs> That's absolutely right. So later, she's run off the road by somebody in a big panel van, which later in the movie is established to be bulletproof. Evidently, multiple times people are shooting at it. Bullets ricochet off. It's like a tank. Runs her off the road. She crashes into a poor Chinese family Shearing in Italy. the top of their car off. Shearing the top. The, what was it? The father is killed instantly. The mother's in a coma and then drops dead soon after. Yeah. And the poor son is now an orphan. Right. Living at an orphanage where he's where he's bullied all the time by the other uh, Italian kids. Very right. upsetting. Because Italians are racist and he's Chinese. Well, and he's he's Chinese Italian, right? Although he's Chinese I guess Italian, they... but not too far removed. I mean, he speaks uh, Italian without an accent, but that yeah, absolutely. Mean mom and that doesn't mean mom and dad didn't roll over. I watched this show. This is neither here nor there. But and then I will in tell you my Chinese-Italian story after that. Please do. In America, you can be Chinese-American. That's because we're the great big melting pot, different cultures, uh, you know, from many, one, e pluribus unum. Uh, thank you, Professor. In, thank you. In, in Italy, you're either Italian or you're not. You will never become Italian if you're not born Italian. That's the same. You can live cities. in Italy, right? Well, it's like the same in in France. You don't become, uh, you know, French no matter how long you live in France if you were not already French. You are so an outsider for sure. You're an outsider, so that that's what it is. It's a sad situation. So Go ahead. my story is: there's a large number of Chinese. Uh, in Italy, and mostly, I, I know there's huge cities outside of Florence, because all that leather made in Italy, all that clothes made in Italy, it's made in Italy by Chinese that are brought there specifically for that work. Really, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, absolutely. It and it's it's still very snobbish. I remember uh, a certain person that I knew. Um, was going to a Chinese tailor. She's Chinese, but still does a pretty good job. But you always had to, you always had to <laughs> brace yourself that it wasn't an Italian tailor. I see. 
Interesting. So the, yeah. the racism continues, is what you're saying. The racism continues. These are your friends. And also, all that made in Italy. Yeah, it was made in Italy by Chinese. <laughs> so it can still have that good old label. That's why those boots are $600. So earlier in the movie, the, we talked about how the other prostitute was murdered. Right. It, it's, this is where it's confusing to me, where we are to believe. And but we don't see this because the, the prostitute's murder at the beginning of the movie is with a John finishes up. He gives her her money. She leaves. Seems like everything's going fine. And then somebody just attacks her from the bushes and garrets her to death. Like right. blood, just a, a bloody mess. So later, because I don't think there's not. In other Argento movies, there's some kind of like establishing, oh, there's a, there's like a serial killer on the loose. Like hookers right. are being killed left and right. Somebody I don't remember seeing that in, in the this. first two seconds. Right. Do you Even remember seeing it, anything like that in this movie? Just like that. a pattern? No. And right. it really there's didn't one murder seem earlier. to be a pattern. It was this and then the next one. Right. He's after he's after her. I mean, Whereas isn't I, you he don't get established that he killed the first one? No. That's what I'm saying. We just assume that he did. It's not like they arrested a... him and he went to trial. No. We got nothing. <laughs> and there's no there's no like mid credit sequence where the original killer pops out and he goes, I'm still here. And in some of the older movies, they went back, like at the beginning, there'd be like some past scene where you see the troubled soul, uh, what turned them crazy, and then they cut to present day. We didn't have any of that. We have no backstory on uh, the 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 garroter. The well, and you're right. It's like if you're talking about Deep Red, yeah, it's a character that about. you're very familiar with. Right. Oh, it's oh my God! It's this guy, and then they flash back to well when he was a kid, he was abused and blah blah blah. That's why he's a killer now. And, and it's uh, Asperia. Somebody dies, bang, and then the next thing you know, you have the new person coming into the same school, same situation. Same. Situation. They're they're dealing with the same situation. Right. This movie, the the person who's revealed to be the killer. It was like 45 minutes later, it was like, remember me? I'm, I'm the stinky guy you, you cast out, you know, 45 minutes ago who you haven't seen since, right? And there's not an immediate flashback. It's like, well, when I was young, my, you know. My mama my, said my I body odor. the dogs. So I killed them. Uh, so there's none of that. It's it's kind of like they don't have those things that yeah. You there's would a lot not explained. See. Was he waiting for right. the housekeeper to leave? So he, why didn't he just kill her then? Why didn't he kill both of them? I don't know. Well, he, he had to go home and stew. He goes to the house to hire a hooker. She chastises him. Now, if she wouldn't have said anything. Did they just get down to biz and that's that? Or was he always yeah. going to try to kill her? And I don't like the idea that she's bringing people to her home. That seems very... To bad. her home! Which I she mean, didn't do. You've got... Right. And you're alone. So, it, I mean, I don't like that. You should tag that's bad. your partner. Yeah. Now they know where you right. are. And maybe they don't want to leave. Well, earlier in the movie, they established she'd go to, like, hotels 
to meet these wealthy dudes I mean, for this maybe purpose. It, right. Maybe it depends on the client, I guess. So we didn't even talk about this. So the, the, the little Chinese boy is an orphan and she is struck blind. She oh, yeah. is blind as a bat. We didn't even mention that. We're jibber jabbering. So she is. This is the best part, though. Yes. She is blind, and she's nervous because she see, keeps seeing this pat this this white van, which is what the how dude does she was see driving. if she's blind? <laughs> Earlier God. in the movie, after she she uh, cast him out, she kept seeing the white van. But uh, no, oh, she, oh with, I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. With Aja, with with Aja Argento, whatever the character's name is, she's saying, asking her what she sees, and yes. then she sees the white van. Right. So then she's like, "Okay, blind lady with a stick, we're gonna get you a dog." Because little known fact, those dogs, those attack dogs that'll rip your throat out when you just whistle something German are also excellent seeing eye dogs. That's so correct. So they get an attack dog and give it a harness for her. That's correct. And it almost Kills didn't even work because apparently you give it a pepperoni and now it doesn't want to eat your throat anymore. That is correct. That is correct. Yeah, Aja Argento is the person from the, the Center for the Blind who's teaching her how to, you know come to terms with her new life. Like, here's how you live as a blind person on your own. That's the idea and, behind it. And honestly, I didn't even recognize her. Last time I saw her... I didn't either. I, I saw her with the Anthony Bourdain. He, it was at her house when they were dating on one of his TV shows, and she looked completely different. Well, she looked <laughs> she looked much older. Than she looked I, much I older. Mean, her hair is very short. She had long hair. She has tattoos. You don't see her skin's kind of leathery. No offense <laughs> if you're listening. Um, it's rich Corinthian leather. Uh, you better believe it. Well, and I mean, in her defense, the last time I remember seeing her was probably approaching 20 years ago. She was in Land of the Dead, the George Romero movie, and she was in uh, <laughs> she was in the Vin Diesel vehicle Triple X as his love interest. So there was a period where she was in American films. I swear, um, I think I've only ever, I've heard of her, but I think I've only ever seen her on the Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain. And, the, and of course, right. the rumor is she's the reason he committed suicide. Okay. Spoiler alert. That's the grand reveal. Um, <laughs> but yeah. It's I, Anthony I, Bourdain, I, not our governor is the killer. That's correct. That's the spoiler. That is the spoiler. Um there's the scene where she goes to the orphanage to meet the, the poor little orphan. And she's kind of like, yes, I murdered your parents. Here, have a Game Boy. That will, that will clearly, <laughs> that'll dull the pain of the fact that you now live in an orphanage where you are bullied incessantly day and night. Here's a Mars Enjoy. Mars and a can of Coke and $5. Have a good life, little boy. <laughs> Have a good. My conscience is now clean. Have a good life. Yes. He immediately throws it on the ground, sends her to Fankula, and as soon as she's out of earshot, he tries to get it back from the the angry mafia babies. So, until yes. she the best part of the whole movie is she hears because now she has bionic hearing because of that course she's correct. blind. And she comes over there and just said that she's going to like spill their guts or something crazy uh, right. unless uh, they give the toy back. 
She yells at them, swinging her cane around, (laughs) threatening to kill them. So if they don't give the thing back to them and they listen, they go, Ooh, my bad. Sorry. My mistake. When Italians raise their voice and they're shouting Italian, it's quite terrifying. I believe it. That was the most terrifying part of the movie. (laughs) No question. There, There are multiple scenes where like the police are like, Ooh, I'm going to go investigate what this is. Wait a minute. There's a white panel van driving right at me. Should I get out of the way? Nope. Crunch. Nope. Oh my God. Literally I'm shooting into it and I'm just going to stand in the middle of the street because I'm a police officer firing at you. So they'll just stop. Oh my God. That guy was so stupid. He needed to die. Boom. He's dead. She's the, the partner's dead. Later in the movie, some other randos pull over to uh, help the blind woman and her orphan friend. Um, and the white panel then reappears, drives right at them. Again, no one reacts or moves in any way to protect themselves. Uh, one dude and gets crashed into, and one dude is literally pinned underneath the car. So, good times. This is how we do it in Argento land. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Rome, too. So it's not like this is out some village. This is a, like a town the size of L.A. This is the real deal. This is it's the real, real deal. deal. Um, what else you got? What other notes you have? Well, first of all, that is the best part. Uh, I did write down uh, about the Waffenkulenstranzo, uh, the piano wire. I have, uh, oh, but then I skipped to the end where there's literally, this is so different than it, from his other movies. Is There's so little violence. It was right. starting to get a little boring. So then they knew. There's, there's two violent scenes. The first prostitute who gets the, yes. the piano wire on her neck, and now she has like two big flaps where she's gurgling and bubbling and popping. Right. And then at the very end, the circle of, of neck mutation, uh, the attack dog finally like eats the neck of the murderer just with, with it chewing and pulling yes. long strings of, of sinew while the guy is just staring and bubbling and popping. That is correct. That is correct. So that's and that's the thing. We don't know who the killer is until later. He, he like dra- kidnaps them and drags them back to his lair where he lives in a kennel, essentially 10,000 dogs everywhere. And at the 11th hour, her trained emotional support dog slash attack dog appears on the scene and almost doesn't do anything. She's like, kill him, kill him. And the the, the dog, dog man is like, just like, mm. I don't know what to do. Dog's like, no, no, no. Stay, stay. I know I just oh, yeah, met you and trainer. I'm a murderer. Yeah. So he knows just if I just say stay, I can do that. Have I had all the training I need to be a dog trainer? So, dead meat. You're right. Eventually gets eaten by the dog. Lay it on me. It's ridiculous. Uh, I have this. Who said, I'll smash your heads in? Is that what she yelled at the children? I believe so. Yes. (laughs) Put it down. While she swings her cane around. I'll smash your heads in. I got to remember that in class tomorrow. And then when he stole the next funny thing is when he stole her attack dog or her blind lady attack dog, yes. he sprayed an aerosol can at it 
and it went to sleep. Is there some spray that the criminals have that put attack dogs to sleep? Because I'd like to take that on my walks for these yippity little dogs who always get out. I can spray them and they can go be with Jesus. I'm not an expert on such matters, but you do see in movies something like knockout gas. If I just spray this in the window, two seconds later, everybody's sound asleep. Uh Maybe it exists. I'm not a chemist, but it seems a little far-fetched. You're right. It seems a little far-fetched. How about the fact that our main character clearly has no family or friends who give a shit? None. None. No one calls her. She sits alone in her darkened room petting her dog days in, days out, except when she's yelling at her housekeeper. Who she fires. She fires her finally. What was because she was silently judging her? And her blindness, she, she I don't remember. They can tell. They can tell. They can it tell. radiates off of them. She's like, get out of here. You're fired. What did I do? I'm just doing the windows over here. You're fired. I can sense your silent judgment over here. Be gone. Bafangula. Ba. I say it yeah, how get, I say it from the original you say it like, Florentine accent. Uh, yeah, anywho. <laughs> Macafone. That is correct. What else you got? Anything else? Yes. Italian water snakes. Uh, what? Okay. We got to talk about that scene. They're going through what the swamp. What the hell did that come from? Now we were getting into some real Argento in here. Yes. We had, we had 90 minutes of someone trying to do a straight film to all of a sudden they're like, but where are the water snakes? Where are the water snakes? That's my offensive Italian Serpente. accent. Serpente. Serpente de aqua. They are going through the swamp to try to get away from the, the faceless killer when suddenly they are set upon by what seem to be 10,000 poisonous snakes who are nibbling on them, and yet there were no ill effects. They're like, I, God, I we got to get to a hospital. <laughs> I mean, maybe... It's different in Italy. In America, snakes that are in the water tend to be deadly poisonous. Deadly. Copperheads. Water moccasins. One snip. Bye-bye. And so. I, under, I do know Italy has poison snakes, but at, these were feverish. It was like sperm trying to enter an egg. It was like... It, it was absolutely like sperm trying to enter an egg. That, that's the image I was looking for. Um, it, was, it was like literally, if somebody had been raising water snakes, there wouldn't have been quite this many. Like literally, it was like they fell into a pit of just water snakes. Were there, was there any water or was it just the snakes? Who can say? And, and they managed to cross the stream Get into the reeds, and then all of a sudden, it was like piranha all over again, but water snakes. That's correct. And not one, not one are venomous. Not one. And clearly not. They went on to live their best lives. That's right. There wasn't the scene where they finally vanquished the killer and then succumbed to their poisonous injuries. Oh, damn. Anybody have a shot of adrenaline or something? Anti-venom? Nope. They're dead. Very sad. I'm trying to, to Google our Italian water snakes poisonous. And you know how Google starts suggesting? Yes. So I have our Italian and the suggestions, our Italian's white. I was like, oh. Uh-oh. Trump's America. 
Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for you to tell me if Italian water... First of all, I don't know if that's a I... euphemism. Italian water snakes? No thanks. That's what Moving they on. say at the beach. <laughs> Beware of the Italian oh. water snakes, eh? And I, even though I said Italian, they gave me Northern California water snakes are not venomous. Thank you. Oh, well, then there you go. So we don't know. We are not herpetologists, as you can see. Anything else for... Herpes. Or that is All true I have well. here is a common venomous snake found in Italy is the viper, which is a terrifying name, isn't it? All asp. poisonous snakes are vipers. Oh, the asp, like Cleopatra, the asp yeah. viper. Are we now in Egypt? The answer is no. What like an Egypt? Now I'm looking at the seven most deadly snakes of Italy. So we're really scraping the barrel here. Anything else before we go behind the scenes? I think if I find the famous poisonous Italian water snakes, uh, I'll be able to tell you. All right. Nothing, nothing's popping up. Moving hey, Italians. on. Italians. Italians. If your water snakes are poisonous, uh, let us know. Let us know. Let's go behind the scenes. There isn't much, in all honesty. is not a, not a whole lot of information here. Based on a 2002 screenplay by Dario Argento and Franco Farini that was shelved when Cecchi Gori, the production company, filed for bankruptcy. So for 20 years, it sat on a dusty old shelf. The movie the killer watches in his lair is the 2012 horror film Maniac, which is a remake of the early 80s film Maniac. So there you go. Hmm. Serial killers hmm. like movies about serial killers, evidently. Okay. And the last note. Body count. What do you think the body count for this movie is? Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna add it up. Okay, one, <laughs> take your two, time. This is a good pod. Three, four, five. I'm gonna throw in an extra one just to cover bases. Six, seven. Boom goes the. Oh nine. yeah, and Aja, Aja. Poor Asia Argento. Asia. Um, let's talk about the cast, shall we? This is gonna be a short conversation. First of all. The director of the film, as we've said 10,000 times, writer slash director, is Dario Argento. You know him from Deep Red. He directed The Bird with the Crystal Plumage. We might uh, have to do that one. Phenomena and Opera. These are all his, most of those are his giallo. What is the, the plural of giallo? Jolly? Jolly, Jolly Roger. There's no plural. There's no plural of a color. Why not? Well, we don't have plural red. Throw an S on there. Call it even. It would uh, be like an I or an E in Italy. That's correct. The main character, Diana, was played by Elenia Pastorelli. You know her from. Stuff. <laughs> they call me Jig. You know it, don't you? Uh, she was in Blessed Madness. These are all the American titles. 
She was in something called Lo e Angela. And of course, Dark Glasses. I think she, she might be a singer as well, if I'm not mistaken. Which I might be. She she is bone thin, and I think she's had her lip done. They kept did you notice they kept zooming in on her lips? There seemed to be a ridge that went all the way around her upper lip. She she had a little something going on. That is for sure. There's Sk something going on. Skin and bones, big boobs. So there's something going yeah. on. Asia Argento played the yeah. kindly uh, helper, Rita. You know her. She's listed as an actress, a writer, and a director. She mm -hmm. was in Land of the Dead. She was in Triple X. She was in uh, The Heart is Deceitful Above All Things from the original Italian. And she was in Mother of Tears. There you go. She, I believe she was also in uh, Demoni 2. Demoni 2. So you got to check that What's, out. What's uh, Demoni 1? Oh, Demon. Is that yes, what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Not Victimone? It was all about Victimone <laughs> and Diane Carroll. Victimone 1? Hey, Victimone 2. 2. Um, and then there are many other Italian actors that I do not recognize. Would you Would you like me to list any others? Any other performances you found particularly enthralling? Honestly, uh, unless it's the hairy guy from Barbarossa, or like somebody from a 1950s movie, I probably don't know who they are. Okay, well I'm not going to go through it all then. Uh, many other fine Italian actors are in this right. film. Take our word for it. For the 100th time, I will tell the story that I went to this amphith Roman amphitheater above Florence to uh, hear a concert by Goblin and to watch Dario Argento receive an award. And then we all sat together and watched Profonda Rosa. Also, there's a Dario Argento um, museum in Rome. It's kind of like going to a magic store with a basement that looks like a kid's haunted house. Like kids made it. Not a oh, house for kids. It's not for children. With, with random old props from different Dario Argento films. That sounds dynamite to me. Shall we talk about the rating? Are you ready? Oh, wait. I, I have one more amusing tale. Please. Another non sequitur. So, Sunday was Halloween Eve. Twas. So, what does one do the night before Halloween? You go to a tiki bar and do a pub quiz. So As people do. My team was ghouls just want to have fun. <laughs> and I'm wearing my Suspiria shirt that yep. I got in Italy. And people were all giving me the nod. There were other people with Argento shirts. Then this goth girl grabbed me because I was also geeking out. I brought some like old analog camera with, with a giant flash that burned the hole through your brain. It's just like, like dark glasses. Yes. It's just like dark glasses. So she was talking to me about this movie that uh, she's like, oh, did you see dark glasses? I'm like, yeah, I just saw it. She's like, hmm. I'm like, I know. <laughs> she's like, it's not the same. I'm like, yeah, I agree. It's not. So there you go. We'll talk about also, that. Also, lay on me. Also, on on another note, a note of I'm gonna say my shame. 
Uh, we only came in eighth place out of 12. Uh, and I missed uh, Fra who played Frau Bruca in Young Frankenstein. You don't know that? I could see her face. Doris I didn't know it Must have been a beer and a shot that I had. Good Lord. And I couldn't remember the name of the book from Beetlejuice. Oh, Handbook for the Recently Deceased. Yes. Thank yes. you. Yes, Thank I you. know it now. I know I know it after it's too late. Although Alec Baldwin I called it. I did know that the Hayes Code is from the 1930s. That, what was the code used to censure movies prior to the... I'm like, the Hayes Code, I wouldn't have course. gotten that one, so you're ahead of me on that. Yeah, see, you need to be there instead of my friends who are like, I don't know, I don't watch horror movies. <laughs> Thanks for being on the team. Well, understand that I have been on the best film ever trivia showdown that they do uh, from time to time. So if you are not followers of Best Film Ever podcast, check it out. I may be on upcoming episodes, on at least on their trivia episodes. So check that out. Good times. Um, Alec Baldwin called it the handbook for the recently diseased before Jean, Gina Davis corrects her. So there you go. Let's go ahead and talk about the rating, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dark glasses on rotten tomatoes currently has 53% rotten do you know what the audience score was with fewer than 50 ratings 73 47 even lower than the critics i mean it's just not old argento and i have to say i mean we have a big gap in our argento knowledge it's true we, we know the good ones we haven't seen any of the ones in between uh no question no question let me read you what this says amy nicholson of the new york times top critic while it's easy to dismiss dark glasses as the work of a master gone soft Pastorelli's prickly, sharp-tongued sharp Diana is perhaps the most charismatic leading lady of Argento's career. She dominates her surroundings, a rarity in his films. What do you think I would say that that's probably true. She, she is flinty. Most of her women are. They, uh, they seem to be much more weak. This one, telling kids she's going to bash their heads in, that was fabulous. It's true. More of that. Peter Bradshaw. That didn't say, from the sadly, that did not save the movie. A lot of the time, it is bizarre in the wrong ways. Two out of five. No That's such Peter thing. Bradshaw. First of all, no such thing. That's a lie. Take it back. Let me, let me stop right there, the Peter Bradshaw. Bizarre in the wrong way is furries. If, if, if this was redone with furries, <laughs> that would be bizarre in the wrong way. That would be bizarre in the wrong way. What is your rating, Aaron? Sadly, because I was looking forward to this, I already knew there were some questionable ratings because people had been waiting a long time for this to yep. come out. But sadly, I regret to say I am giving it two and a half. Um, smelly dogmen. <laughs> smelly dogmen jobs out of five. Um, I'm going to give it three out of five Italian water snakes. 
coming to get you. Um, that seems I, like a euphemism. <laughs> it does. <laughs> that was my concern. Um, no, I mean, part of it is there's the the kind of nostalgia factor for those films from the 70s with the crazy dubbing and all that stuff that we appreciate that is lacking in this film because it's a modern film. You know, that kind of takes some of that that goodness away in my mind. You know what I mean? Um, I also don't think it, it's as compelling, honestly. I think I agree with you that the main character is quite good. But the whole mystery was... I mean, it was kind of a stinker into when when the grand reveal occurs. It, it was a little boring, and then all of a sudden at the end, they tried to throw some some spice into it because they knew they'd they'd gone uh, the wrong direction. Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> calling it a stinker when the murderer was also a stinker. There you go. Good times blah, had by blah, all. Blah, blah. It's kind of like, and this is extreme. You have Citizen Kane, right? Right. Fantastic. Love Citizen Kane. Okay. Love the Simpsons version of Citizen Kane, where it's Mr. Burns. Who is that? Fair enough. (laughs) And then you look like, what's the one where Charlton Heston is uh, supposed to be a a Mexican sheriff? Uh, Touch of Evil. Touch of Evil, which is okay, but it is no, you know, Citizen Kane. Well, I, if you're going to have the guy be a stinky dude, then I, I wish there would have been a moment where she's like crawling through the dark of the warehouse, avoiding him by his smell. Or she can detect him by his yes! smell. Like, like she's he's daredevil so offensive. or somebody. Well, I don't think she'd smell him because he's he's breeding 10,000 dogs. So I could I know exactly. It's He smells like dog shit. That's what right. she's saying. Right. Oh, no uh, question. Well, and she identifies uh, him as being that dude by his smell. When she finally right. smells him, she goes, oh, you were that jackass that smelled so bad 45 minutes right. ago. It would be Gavin Newsom if he smelled like dog shit. But we know that Gavin Newsom probably smells like Paco Rabanne, so. Could, perhaps. Now, there was another film that came out, like, in the late 60s that dealt with uh dog shit uh, with dog shit it was called shitty shitty shit shitty shitty bang bang um uh, <laughs> no uh there was a movie where it was a blind heroine in right. her house what's her face audrey hepburn being audrey chased hepburn. by the villainous alan arkin who's coming to get her that movie was called wait until dark and that was I, that which was, i've seen i think that's a better film dealing with this kind of theme in my opinion if only Alan Arkin then got his neck uh, torn apart, sinew blade by sinew blade by a pet dog. Well, and it's also, it's it's funny that it's Alan Arkin, knowing him as we know him now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Alan Arkin. I hear your words. So, good times. I, I'm just going to lay it straight. The problem with this movie is it's boring. It's too straight and it's boring. We miss the old Argento. We miss uh, barbed wire room. We miss all kinds of ooze and sloth. We miss all of that. We miss uh, contortionist dancing. Yes. We miss that. We miss it. And the stranger, the better. This was, they're trying to play it straight. Seemed like it. 
Seemed like Until it. you got to the water snakes. So, thank you very much. Go to our page on Twitter at TPodcastTWDie. Go to our page on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. Aaron, are we on Instagram and TikTok? I can't wait. I'm trying to figure out uh, how I'm going to do the TikTok for Dark Glasses. Clearly, Dark Glasses will be involved. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the Serpente. Tired water make, snake. His, that's right. Maybe just my hand, <laughs> like a water snake. So, yeah, we're on the Ticker Talker. And uh, we're on the Insta. We're on the the Twitski. Is it still Twitter after the Elon Musk takeover? I've already Is done it the Twitter. Trumpster now. I've already done. Tw- You're just supposed to tell them how they can find us on Instagram and TikTok. It's always going off the oh, rails. TikTok. We are the podcast that wouldn't die. Does that clarify it? Pretty good. You can also what's what's the what's the new thing we're all supposed to jump to now that. Uh, Elon's letting the 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 badger out of his bag. There is you you know that there's the Republican uh, conservative ones you can choose one. But I also yes, heard there's a left leaning t- one that's popping up somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, there's always who something. cares. There's something. Neither here nor there. You can email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. Gmail. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere the finer podcasts are available. So don't forget to like, share, rate, review, all that good stuff. Help us out, Aaron. Help a brother out. What is your personal social social media footprint? Well, clearly Match.com. Oh, yes. Uh, free Facebook dating site, because anything free on Facebook is always a market quality. There is, in fact, uh, an Instagram account called The Cult of Aaron. Join the cult. Beautiful. Uh, don't feed the pigeon. Don't feed it. Uh, of course, the TikTok we've talked about. And then you can just buy art from me on Artsy, Aaron Doherty, or First Dibs, Aaron Doherty, or just send me a check. I'll take that too. We'll take it. And then you get what you get, and then you don't throw a fit. For sure. Thank you very much. Oh, you know what? I just what? thought of something. What'd you forget? Since I'm on the Ticker Talker. Yes. Uh, and I have to stop saying, hey, Ticker Talker, because it cross posts to everything else. But we can do duets. Did you know that? I don't know what that means. Like, like I will sing a song. And then you, at a later time, can join in. And they put them together so you're singing. Now, why would I want to do that? Because you're a ham bone. There's no question I'm a ham bone. But you prefer the spoken word. And I prefer the melodious notes from my... No, no. I'm going full strength, cracks and pops of the voice. Here we go. Okay. So think about it. So look for that theme from Profonda Rose. Look for that, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) or do not. So thank you very much and be well. Be well, little babies. Don't take the fentanyl. It's a bad trip. Mm